Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode 295 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast for Thursday, February 28, 2013. On today's show, coming up in just a few minutes, my good friend Dr. Jennifer Dyer will be here. The Endo Goddess is here. She'll be joining me to talk about what's it like being a physician entrepreneur. I've got a lot of questions about that. And we're also talking about her app, endogold.com. Get more information there. And we'll also talk about what it's like to go to the huge, enormous, geek <laughs> spring break called South by Southwest. I've never been. Jen has always wanted me to go, but we'll talk about that. And she'll also be speaking sometime during the event, and we'll talk about that as well. Coming up on episode 295 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast, starting right now. Social media. This is the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. I am your host. My name is Mike Savilla, your favorite family physician host. What is this show about? Yeah, I tell people this is social media through the eyes of a family physician. I encourage you to check out my digital library of stuff at familymedicinerocks.com. Shout out to all the people following me on Twitter, all 11,487 people. Thank you so much for that. And I'll shout out to all the uh, people who like the Facebook page for this show, all 750 people out there. Thank you so much for that. Today is Thursday, February 28, 2013. Can you believe it's the end of February right there, kids? It is 3 p.m. Eastern time, and uh, here at uh, Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters, wait for it, wait for it. It feels like 26 degrees Fahrenheit. A nice day here in northeastern Ohio. And how's your week going there, kids? So before we get to our guest, and uh, we want to uh, give a big shout-out to a couple of shows coming up next month here. Um, One week from today will be our good friend uh, Dr. Ben Miller will be here. Uh, He'll be talking about his essay called Comprehensive Primary Care Includes Mental Health. And uh, we'll also be talking about his webinar, which he'll be doing with our friends at primarycareprogress.com. Yeah, so looking forward to that. And also later in March, our good friend uh, Dr. Jordan Grumitz will be here. He, of course, the blogger from the uh, blog In My Humble Opinion. And uh, earlier this month, he wrote a post called Stepping Out. Yes, and his last lines of that say this, I'm stepping out of this broken healthcare system. Want to know what happens next? Stay tuned. He may reveal what he's doing now that he has stepped out. So little tease there, kids, so looking forward to that. Uh, but uh, just coming up uh, in just a few minutes, uh, she's on hold right now, but looking forward to bringing her on the show. Uh, 
Dr. Jennifer Dyer will be here. The Endo Goddess will be here. And we'll be talking about uh, her app. It's called endogold.com. Go there right now and check it out. And she's also speaking during the week of the huge South by Southwest party. Yeah, it's a party. She'll be speaking at uh, the uh, Social Health Startup Boot Camp Friday, March 8th. Um, that will be at the downtown uh, Austin Hilton from 2 to 6 p.m. So uh, go and check her out uh, there. So uh, I think I have all my beginning stuff here, so we'll, we'll take a break here. Um, I do want to uh, thank Blog Talk Radio for having me be a feature host here on the network. I've been a social media hobbyist since 2005, and if you're curious, yes, I am a uh, family physician in full-time private practice. I'm a real doctor. That's right. I see patients here uh, in beautiful northeastern Ohio. And, uh, yes, if you can tell, I'm battling a little bit of a cold here uh, this week, but uh, I will journey on because you know why? Because I'm a giver for all you listeners out there. That's right. The show must go on. <laughs> uh, so here we go here. So you're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Family Medicine Revolution. It's Google FM Revolution for more details. And also a proud member of the Proba Network, a podcast. You can get there by going to probanetwork.com. The Endo Goddess will be here right after this. That's right, Family Medicine's leading voice in social media in my own mind. This is the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. And on the line with me, uh, my good friend, fellow Buckeye, very excited about this, Dr. Jennifer Dyer is here. The Endo Goddess is back. Welcome back to the show there, my friend. Hey, Mike. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, man. So how is it, uh, how's it uh, down there? Are you traveling or are you, are you, are you in yeah, town? I'm, you... I'm in, in Columbus still. It's a balmy 40 degrees. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I need so... to, I mean, it feels downright tropical. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I, I've, I've already seen people at the Walmart in, in shorts and a T-shirt, so that's how you know it is. <laughs> it's just like that. <laughs> so how you been? I'm great. I'm getting all geared up for South by. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We will uh, we, we will get to that. But uh, I, I do want everybody to follow you on Twitter. You're an endo goddess on Twitter, and and I, and I love your Twitter description, which I'm going to read for everybody. Stylish pediatric endocrinologist, tech entrepreneur, and former Texan who loves New York City, foodie who believes in balanced nutrition to prevent disease. I love that. Uh, but I guess to start out, uh, for for my listeners who may not know you, um, how do you describe what a pediatric endocrinologist is, and, and how does that tie into your Twitter name? So, a pediatric endocrinologist. Actually, I'm the only doctor in my family, so I've had to explain what I do a lot. 
And I tell them it's pretty much everything on the TLC channel. So it's too big of people, too small of people, too short, too tall, am I a boy, am I a girl, and diabetes is pretty much uh, covering the gamut of what I do. So there's no uh, endlessness of interestingness to what I do, and I love it. (laughs) I knew I wanted to do it in uh, medical school, and it was mostly because I like a lot of physiology and I like getting to know my patients really well. But a, a patient of mine, actually, when I started texting some of my teenage patients with diabetes, that's kind of how I found myself in the app space because I needed to automate that texting protocol that I did that helped them to take their insulin better. And I started on social media, actually, as a project when I was getting my Master's of Public Health. And I just chose the name because a patient gave that to me. And her I called her a pink lady. She was just a, she was just a little first grader that wore pink and sparkly every time she came to her doctor's appointment for her diabetes. And she called me an endo. A lot of people with diabetes call their endocrinologist their endo. And then she called me endo goddess because I like to wear sparkly necklaces. So I thought it was cheeky and fun. And I... I chose that name for social media and added a few additional elements like my love of fashion and my love of New York City so that I knew that I would always be interested in reading even outside of the health field on Twitter. I knew it would just draw me into it more and to do it more. And in fact, uh, that was exactly the case. And and you can find me on there a lot. When I'm passing time, uh, I, I check my Twitter stream frequently. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and I always know when it when it's awards time. Where uh, you know, I, I love when, when you were tweeting uh, uh, about the Oscars or about the Golden Globes or, or whatever is going on. I, yeah. I, I I keep track of what's going on in pop culture because of the end of Goddess. So thank you so much for that. Well, you know, it's I'm just like you. I'm I'm a practicing doctor, but I have other interests. So um, I found with my patients that. You know, sharing a little bit about myself and my personal interests actually makes my patients listen to me better. I don't have any hard evidence base on that, but that's just my impression. Uh, but uh, yeah, we, uh, but we're not alike in that you are. You're a lot more geekier than I am, and I and I mean that in a loving way. And <laughs> oh, that you you really get into like programming and 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 talking about you know making apps and things. How did that all kind of start with it? Did that, did that kind of uh, well, start with, yeah, with you texting with patients and then go from there? or That's a question that I get a lot. I, as a kid, I, okay, I was super geeky. Um, I used to like to go to math contests on the weekends and where I take standardized tests for fun. And I also like to do these coding competitions for the old video game called Pong. There used oh, to be yeah. these little competitions where we would um, just do the do the uh, just the pong graphics and compete about who who could do it the fastest. And uh, I mean that's like so hardcore geeky, but it was just one of my interests. And I never thought that it'd take me anywhere. It's just something I like to do. And I like that the Apple platform is just. You can actually just read programming for dummies and kind of get an idea of how to do the programming if you have interest in that field. 
So actually a medical student and I built an app together, a very simple and and not sexy app together, but uh, it actually got a lot of media attention, and I teamed up with Duet Health here in Columbus, Ohio, that they're not amateur, they're real-time technology developers, and so occasionally they'll let me do a little bit, but uh, it's it changes really fast, and the languages, and I don't know the Android language, and I can't do anything really, uh, really big. It's kind of like Pong still. That's kind of what I'm like. I can't do Donkey Kong Junior. My guest on the line is uh, Dr. Jennifer Dyer, the Endo Goddess, and uh, um, and I do want to talk to you about uh, Endo Goal. Uh, you can get more information at endogoal.com, and uh, tell us a little bit about that, Jen. Yeah, so EndoGoal is is basically the culmination of my research work that that started with texting my patients with diabetes, and I found that that helps them to uh, take their medications, the teenagers, to take their insulin a little bit better, but the effect wore off over time because they needed more, and that's what the EndoGoal app has become. Um, it incorporates BJ Fogg's health behavior model that shows has shown through evidence that a technology has to have three things in order to really be effective in making you do a positive health behavior. So it's got to remind you to do it, which is what the texting essentially did. But the other two components are the ones that texting did not address and that EndoGoal does. It provides information about how to do the behavior. So there are plenty of multimedia videos about how to check your blood sugars, which is the targeted behavior for EndoGoal. And that, I hypothesize, leads to better insulin taking as well. And also, and finally, most importantly, uh, EndoGoal provides motivation, rewards, and gaming so that you actually want to check your blood sugar. And those rewards and gaming are really kind of what I like to go to South by Southwest to get inspired about how to really take that to the next level. But the rewards program is something that's been applied to all kinds of different things, but is a new idea in health. And so EndoGoal is the first of its kind that is building a platform where you can actually get rewards, real money, once a week for checking your blood sugars. And, and when you mean checking your blood sugars, is that is that based on the app or is that the based on the, well, the you person's enter, goals? Or? You enter the blood sugars into the app. And there are certain uh, features on the app so that you can't just, uh, you know, enter all your blood sugars at once, and, like at the end of the month, which is what patients occasionally do, and just write a bunch of numbers on their log before they see right. the doctor. Um so you have to actually open it every day. So really it provides mindfulness for people that need to get in the habit of thinking about their diabetes every day. So in a, in some ways for someone that's not thinking about their diabetes every day, just that fact of opening the app, thinking about, oh, I need to enter my blood sugars, even if they're fake numbers, they're still thinking about their diabetes every day. And that's uh, well, a behavior that, change. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Um, and and who, who, is, uh, who is Cooper on the app here? So Cooper is the golden retriever that sadly of mine that passed away last year, but we're honoring uh, honoring him, and he's living on through the 
this little gaming feature. And this little gaming feature is just a, it's kind of like the Tamaguchi digital pet that I used to have and love, where if you don't turn it on every certain amount of, of uh, time period, then it basically starts wiltering away. And, and actually the Tamaguchi pet dies, but Cooper doesn't. He just doesn't get to eat. So every time you check wow. the blood sugar, you get to eat. But I did find out with research that it's it's way too traumatizing if Cooper were to die every time you didn't check your blood sugars. That's kind of too much. So he just cries. Oh, okay. And then he okay. laughs and barks whenever you check your blood sugar. And we listened to 80 different barks to pick just the right one. Oh, you did? Wow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that That's was part a of the day. app creation process. Huh? Yes. <laughs> wow, and and I see here I'm I'm now looking at endogold.com right now, and uh, I see that that it is uh, it's available on iOS and iPad and iPhone, and, and it is uh, available on Android as well. It looks like. Yeah, and right now the reward system is not fully functioning. It's it's being built, so you can still use the app to to log your blood sugars. But, in fact, and it gives you points, but right now those points don't go to anything yet. I'm building the back end as we speak and raising money to do so. So it's it's a complicated process, and that's why it hasn't been done before. And I've been working on it now for the last six months and plan to need at least six more months to get everything done appropriately. Uh, and yeah, and I get that a question a lot. Is that you, know, you mentioned funding there and, and, and continuing with the app, and and um, you know I get I get questions about that a lot. I mean, it's a, that's it, it, it's a it's a full commitment. It has to be uh, to try to um, you know not just your app, but I guess any kind of app to get funding uh, to continue development and updates and, and that type of thing. Is that right? Yeah, and what I've learned in the technology field is, like, take, for instance, when Facebook started. Uh, Facebook has a lot of new features now, but when they first started, it was pretty basic. But even at that time when it was pretty basic, it still was a social network where you could connect with people that that you want to connect with or people that you don't want to connect with. And, and it was cool when it was pretty basic. Um, it's... I mean, I still really like it a lot, uh, but what I've learned is that even when you want to have all these, like, additional bells and whistles on an app, but it doesn't have to all be there to start with, which is kind of different than the way that I think as a doctor. I think everything has to be perfect as a doctor, um, but I do everything and everything by the book and nothing less than perfection but with an app, you maintain the perfectionism of functionality, but all the extra bells and whistles, all the, they come later with more funding. Um, I guess on the line is uh, Dr. Jennifer Dyer, and uh, she's going to be uh, speaking during the uh, uh, huge South by Southwest uh, Festival. She's going to be at the Social Health Startup Boot Camp. Friday, March 8, 2013, um, at the Hilton downtown Austin uh, from uh, 2 to 6 p.m. And I love the hashtag 
SXSHBooty. That's kind of funny. Uh, you can get more information at SXSHBootCamp.Posterist.com. Uh, so let's talk about this uh, South By. The, the cool people call it South By. I've never been there, Jen. Uh, you know, I know you want yes. me to go every year. Every year you're like, Mike, you have to go. Uh, I but, do. Uh, for, for people you know, who, who have not been there, you have been there multiple times, um, how would you describe what this South by Southwest huge party is like? Well, it's um, it's basically creative uh, steroids, <laughs> I would say. Um, it stimulates your mind and adds to the possibilities um, outside of your norm. So, um, for instance, one session that I'm really looking forward to this year is um, by a physician that also has a Master's of Public Health at Albert Einstein Medical School in the Bronx, and he actually participated in a really cool, pro. he's an OB-GYN, and he participated and I think created um, an, a mobile app system for Ugandan women to try to help them with transportation to get to the doctor's appointments for wow. their pregnancy. And because the paper system would be for vouchers to try to get rides would be much much too difficult administratively and financially, they created a program that had these vouchers on mobile phones. And it helped improve health outcomes because the women would have rides with these free vouchers uh, that they didn't have to carry a piece of paper they just had on their phones. So I'm, I just can't help but imagine thinking about that for improving access here in the States versus this being in Uganda. And that, that's where, so South by is where pro, programs like that are focused. Um, and even, you know, that could be, that program was chosen over a big name person just because of the creative, you know, the creativity and thought-provokingness of that project. So I feel like the selection committee really does a good job in creating new content, new contacts of people that are doing really awesome things like that. And it's a great place for social entrepreneurs, which is what this doctor is, just really trying to make a big difference and affect outcomes. And it's I would describe the entire networking process as, you know, geeks on spring break. <laughs> and um, it just feels really over the top. Um, it's 15,000 geeky math contest programmers like me. that I didn't know there were that many people like me. And... And it, it's just a really fun atmosphere surrounded by people that are not only passionate, but they're real doers. So one thing I found at the networking at South By is that, so these are really interesting people, but when they have a good idea, they make it happen. And I don't know how a meeting can bring together all the people like that, but that's what I've found is that a lot of the people that I've met all have great ideas, and I've met lots of people with good ideas, but all the ones that were discussed at South by just at the networking event, they've all happened. <laughs> so it's actually pretty inspiring to be around people like that, and it, it makes you hold yourself to a higher standard because you keep contact and friendships with people like that. 
And your role there is 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 to you know not only network, but um, I would imagine you know kind of as a business person as well, you know meeting people, networking people, um, pitching your app, um, trying to uh, find the right connections there. So it's not all fun and games, you know. For you, I mean, it's you know I think a lot of it is, but uh, but but you know, there, there, there's, a, there's a purpose to it. Uh, there's a purpose to it as well, trying to network and, and get business contacts in in a way that would happen no other way other than during this, this uh, conference. Yeah. Um, you know, and since you and I both like our online social networks, there's still no uh, substitute for offline networking. Uh, you really get a lot of insight when you actually meet someone in real life, and you you just get a lot of opportunities that that – you know, exist because you're around all these action-oriented people. So I don't really know exactly what opportunities um, could come from South By this year, but I am specifically uh, trying to make sure that my app is known to people that feel that it would be helpful for their businesses to uh, help me with the rewards process for people with diabetes. So actually at a separate conference, I actually met an executive from Target and have been speaking with Target about perhaps partnering with this program. Uh, They're looking at lots of other programs, so we're just one of many, but it's still an exciting conversation to have with such a big national retailer that uh, if you check your blood sugars, you could maybe get a gift card at Target. Wow. Yeah, so it's it's opportunities like that that are just – uh, it's huge. I mean, it's great. Yeah, those are the type of things I'm looking for and looking for basically anything that would motivate my patients by those retail products. Um, and you're going to be on a panel uh, Friday, March 8th um, at uh, the uh, Hilton downtown Austin. And the, the, the title of the panel is uh, Show Me the Money. And we've been talking about that as well. Uh, it's called Where to Get Funding and What They're Interested in and Why. Um, and um, uh, I, uh, before you go here, I, I know that you're on a busy, very, very busy schedule, but uh, we didn't get to talk. I uh, wanted to touch a little bit about you know, the crowdfunding aspect of it. And uh, um, you know, I've been involved or I've, I'm aware of you know, MedStarter and other types of sites um, what do you think uh, uh, the role of, of these kind of crowdfunded type um, um, websites and, and the community that supports them? What, what are their role? Do you think will be for development of, of health uh, apps? Well, it's funny. It was actually at South by Southwest last year that I even first heard about crowdfunding. I didn't ever even know about it until exactly a year ago, and it was the Pinterest CEO that was he was asked the question, well, what are some of the up-and-coming startups that you, know, you find the most interesting? And he said, well, you know, I'm really fascinated by Kickstarter and crowdfunding. And that was the first time I actually learned about it, and I looked it up when I was sitting in the audience. And then just a month later, I, I saw Alex Fair at a different event in D.C., and, and I've met him through social media, who is the CEO and co-founder of MedStarter, and he said, let's do this crowdfunding. And so I participated with MedStarter and found myself successful after working really hard on it or really mobilized all my social networks. And I feel like it's a great, uh, it's a great opportunity and creative 
way to get the funding for projects that you need. And what I've also found after getting that uh, funding is that actually investors are now more interested in me. So I guess it's kind of like when you're a teenager and or, you know, you're on the dating scene and you think, I can't ever meet anybody, but then when you're with somebody, then then you meet lots of people. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe something like that. But um, I, I find that it, it does have validation about the concept for consumers that, oh, we really do want to see this product. And those are the type of things that crowdfunding works the best for, for something that, uh, the audience of consumers that are on this crowdfunding site are going to find interesting. All right. All right. Um, before I let you go, I, I will uh, let you gather some thoughts for, for some closing thoughts about uh, technology and social media and, uh, uh, and, and health and medicine. But I do want to give people your information. Um, of course, my guest has been uh, Dr. Jennifer Dyer. You can follow her on Twitter at Endogoddess. Check out her app at uh, endogoal.com. Uh, and she'll also be uh, speaking uh, um, during the uh, South by Southwest conference. Uh, she'll be at the Social Health Startup Boot Camp, uh, which will be on Friday, uh, March the 8th, um, from 2 to 6 p.m. at the uh, Hilton downtown Austin. Uh, and uh, she'll be talking about a lot of stuff that we've been talking about during this uh, show here uh, today. Um, so, Jennifer, so before I let you go, uh, thank you. first, thank you so much for the time, but do you have any uh, closing thoughts for my audience with regards to uh, technology and social media and health and, and uh, why, you're, why you're so uh, passionate about it? Why do you think it's important for our patients to, to, to know about well, it? And, and yeah, I have a closing thought, but in general, first of all, social media is what really got me to thinking about all these new ideas and and just using um, the things that I'm already good at and, and naturally interested in to try to solve problems. I think lots of doctors and lots of patients can all do that. And I challenge everybody to go to a meeting once a year where it's completely different than every, anything you've ever experienced because it really opens your mind to new possibilities, just a new way of looking at things. And that, for me, that's what South by is. Plus, I got to meet Leonardo DiCaprio last year. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so that was extra well, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be a story for a whole other show. All right. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, so, Jen, so thanks so much for the time. I know you're very busy these days. Uh, thank you so much for the time for coming on. And, uh, um, of course, you know, next time uh, I'm in the big sea bus, you know, we'll be having our secret little meetup, and uh, you can uh, teach me about whatever you want me to teach about. Absolutely. And time. I better so. see you there at one of these years. At South by. <laughs> One of these years, it's going to happen there, Jen. So, um, thanks again for the time, and uh, have a have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you very soon. Thanks, Mike. Bye. Alrighty. Um, all right, kids. So I will take a short break here. I have uh, some other uh, uh, some other thoughts here. Some other things I want to talk about right after this break. You're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, and uh, we'll be right back. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Baby, don't hurt me.
And welcome back to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. My name is Mike Sabella. Go check out FamilyMedicineRocks.com. And how about that interview there, kids? You know, she's uh, she's just awesome. <laughs> she's so inspirational to me. I talk about this on Twitter way too much. Uh, but uh, uh, every time I talk to Jen, I'm like, hey, maybe I could, you know, uh, do an app or uh, maybe I could, uh, um, you know, not practice medicine anymore and be an entrepreneur. And then I'm like, uh, maybe not. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a it's such a big jump, you know what I mean? But it's just so inspiring talking to to people who are really passionate about what they're what they're really doing. So, uh, but thanks again for the time there, uh, Jen. Uh, and uh, yes, one of these times I'm going to be in Austin for South by Southwest. Um, and uh, just want to, uh, I guess it's one of those things where you just have to be there to experience the thing. It's not something that you can get uh, from a, uh, you know, a third person, you know, or somebody that you know. Because every year I, you know, I, I see these live video streams from, from Austin, from South by Southwest, and, and uh, that only gives you kind of half of the story or a quarter of the story, and uh, I'm just curious about what it's like to uh, to go and hang out and to meet people and uh yeah, and to talk to people who are, you know, passionate about uh, technology, and uh, uh, it's it's, it's going to be, you know, a fun time whenever whenever I uh, whenever I get to go. Uh, so, uh, just a couple other stories here I do want to share with you before we uh, get out of here today. So, I do want to uh, give a big shout out to Medical Economics and uh, uh, Brandon Glenn, who uh, wrote an article uh, this week called uh, 20 Family Doctors to Follow on Twitter." And uh, I want to thank him for reaching out to me and uh, and uh, say, hey, you know, who should be on this list? And you know, of course, I did not name everybody on this list, so so people, you know, don't like throw stuff at me. Uh, I just gave some suggestions. I know that he contacted a lot of other people to get their feedback and suggestions um, as well. You can get a link there at uh, uh, Facebook.com/slash/FamMedRocks. And a big shout out to everybody, all my friends and colleagues who are on the list. Um, if there are people that we missed, of course, uh, let us know. And, uh, you know, hey, who knows? Maybe there will be a, uh, a follow-up uh, list uh, on that uh, as well. Uh, and uh, just for you uh, podcast listeners, uh, exclusive to you, um, there may be a follow-up article talking about, you know, Twitter hashtags having to do with uh, family medicine. Uh, so if you're listening to this, uh, then uh, you can forward them on to me, send me some suggestions, and uh, um, I may be able to pitch <laughs> and say, hey, what about some family medicine uh, Twitter hashtags? And uh, we'll see we'll see if anything uh, happens uh, with that. Um, also, uh, I want to give a big shout-out to uh, Greg Matthews, uh, uh, who on Twitter is, I'm going to say this wrong, uh, uh, Chai Moose or Shy Moose, uh, and uh, he's from uh, W. CG World, and they had a webinar uh, in D.C. Uh, a couple days ago, uh, and they shared some data, which I'm still trying to kind of uh, process and get through, having to do with physicians and Twitter uh, and social media and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but there is a, a good article uh, that I will direct you to here uh, that is a very good talking about the event. Uh, this is from AustinHealthTech.com. AustinHealthTech.com. The uh, title is, quote, What on earth does social media have to do with healthcare? Unquote. 
and uh, kind of a summary of the uh, of the uh, of the presentation um, that he did. And I'm just going to pluck a couple of the uh, the stats from that, um, including uh, these. Um, Journal of Medical Internet Research shows that 25% of MDs use social media daily for research. That was surprising to me. Uh, and also, 72% of Internet users have looked up health information online in the last month. 35% of those users are using online tools to begin self-diagnosing. About half of those users will see a doctor based on that info. Yeah, I've talked, talked about those stats already. Um, that is from our friends at uh, Pew Internet uh, as well. So um, uh, so this is a very good uh, presentation. Um, I saw it live uh, online um, a couple days ago, and uh, I'm going to try to get Greg on the on the podcast here. I know that the, he's very busy with uh, uh, South by Southwest preparations for his company as well, uh, but I'm, hopefully I'd like to get him on here to talk about uh, uh, some of the data that they, uh, that they had um, because it was very, very uh, interesting uh, to kind of go through that. I have to maybe uh, listen to that or, or watch it another couple more times to get the, the full uh, full processing of that uh, information. Uh, and finally, uh, out this week, uh, just came out this week, the DVD uh, for the film Escape Fire, uh, which uh, when it came out uh, a few months ago, uh, just set the Twitter uh, world by storm, especially the family medicine community. Uh, and if you don't know anything about that, uh, I think the, 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 the website is uh, escapefiremovie.com. But if you search Escape Fire, uh, that talks about uh, our broken healthcare system, how uh, the incentives in our healthcare system are wrong. Um, and that's one of the many reasons why we have a broken uh, healthcare system. Uh, so uh, I did get the uh, DVD this week, and people can purchase the uh, movie off of iTunes as well. Disclaimer, I have nothing to do with the Escape Fire movie. I just think it's a good movie uh, for you to check out, especially uh, if you don't know anything about uh, health policy or our healthcare system, how it works. Uh, you should definitely go and check that out. Uh, so, all right. So, before we go here, uh, I do want to uh, promote uh, the next uh, couple of shows here uh, coming up on the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. One week from today uh, will be uh, our our buddy, uh, Dr. Ben Miller. Uh, he'll be here uh, Thursday, March 7, 2013, at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Mountain Time. And he'll be talking about his essay entitled, uh, Comprehensive Primary Care Includes Mental Health and will also be helping to promote his uh, webinar uh, in conjunction with our friends at um, uh, primarycareprogress.com. His webinar will be on Wednesday, March 13, 2013, at 8 p.m. Eastern time. The title of the webinar is uh, the following, Inseparable uh, Mental Health and Primary Care. The description goes like this. Primary care innovators are leading the charge to break down the silos in our healthcare system with notable progress in the fields of primary care and mental health. Join a, uh, us for a discussion with Dr. Med Miller and Dr. Sandra Brown-Levy from the University of Colorado, Denver, as we learn about their groundbreaking work to integrate behavioral health and primary care services and turn best practices into national policy. And also uh, later in the month of March, Dr. Jordan Grumet, blogger. Uh, check out his blog called In My Humble Opinion, and I direct you to his blog post called Stepping Out, 
That is from early February 2013. And his essay closes like this. Uh, and beginning one year from now, the great exodus will include me. I have given notice to my practice. I am stepping out of this broken healthcare system. Want to know what happens next? Stay tuned. So we'll be talking about that and hopefully trying to get some other interviews for the month of March and also looking forward into April as well. So thank you so much for joining me live. And also, if you uh, downloaded the uh, podcast uh, for today, uh, thank you so much for that. Uh, you can get more information at blogtalkradio.com slash fanmanrocks. Also follow me on Twitter, uh, Dr. Mike Savella. And you can also go, just, just go to home base. Home base is familymedicinerocks.com. So that ends my show here today. Thank you so much for joining me live or downloading the podcast. Um, have a good week. Have a good weekend. And we will talk to you all very soon. Have a good day, everybody.